Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Kaboom! If you thought four hours a day, 1,200 minutes a week was enough, think again. He's the last remnants of the old republic. A sole bastion of fairness. He treats crackheads in the ghetto gutter the same as the rich pill poppers in the penthouse. Wow. The clearinghouse of hot takes break free for something special. The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller starts right now. In the air everywhere. Another Saturday edition of the Fifth Hour with Ben Maller and Danny G back at it again. No days off. No days off. And uh, here we are. Very exciting. Very exciting. Uh, how's life treating you, Danny? You were on the show this week. That was it's yeah. good to have you in for a night. Yeah, it was really fun being in on the live show to accompany the podcast this week. Yeah, people were very excited. That, that must have made you feel good. Right? And people were like, oh, man, Danny G's back. You know, Tell you what, Coop deserves a lot of credit, even though people love giving him a lot of crap. Because you have so many plates spinning at once on your overnight show. Got to keep it going, Danny. You know, it's it's uh, it was always surprise, motherfucker. You got to keep it like that. Yeah. Right? Going yeah. and one thing after another and all that. But a uh, lot of moving parts on your show. But that's a compliment to your programming. Well, thank you. And uh, as you know, Danny, uh, it can get very slow in the overnight hours. So we try to keep the ship moving. And uh, the time does fly. I've noticed the time does go by pretty quick. And yeah, my only complaint is when it came to password, one yeah. of the two contestants was a slug and we could tell, and you could tell that so yeah, instead yeah, yeah. of putting your name first, like you always do, <laughs> you put my name first so that he would choose me. And sure yeah. enough, he did. And I got the worst partner in the history of password. Well, Part of the problem was we we actually I saved some more time for password because you know usually I don't usually I'm like all right nobody knows how to you know nobody knows any words uh, this is a hot mess you know it just it's just a disaster you know it's like what every week it's like oh, man. but this week I was like all right we'll leave a little more time and then we had Chris in Houston if I remember correctly and then Gordy in Waterloo called back using the name Doug from wherever Toronto 
Toronto. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so that threw us off. We had to hang up on him. Then we had to wait for somebody else to come on. Then the guy that came on was clueless. I don't know what was going on with that guy, but, but you're right, Danny. I, one thing I've picked up, I you know there's a few things I picked up over the years, but human nature, I could tell that guy just was scanning the radio, had no idea who I was, had no idea who you were, the show. He was like, where was he in Boston or something like that? I don't know. Somewhere, somewhere in the Northeast. And he, he was just like scanning the dial and he stumbled on the show and he was bored. So I knew he didn't have no, he had no idea of who we were. He'd never heard password before. He just called up because he had some agenda that he, you know, he wanted to spew a bunch of nonsense. So I knew based on my years of doing this, whatever name you say first, most of the time they'll pick. And if they don't really know the show worked out, advantage me, disadvantage. I'm sorry about that. I, I, Good move I by you. Bad for me. Yeah. But, uh, but you got to play password, you know, you didn't have anybody, you you had a cadaver with you, but you got to play password. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. All right. And this edition of the fifth hour, the Saturday, the life of Maller, the life of Danny G and uh, some of the stories that, you know, for whatever reason, I don't talk about this on the, I don't toot my own horn uh, on the uh, show. We, you know, we're hardo sports show. And then we just talk to a bunch of drunk people uh, around that. But, but no, I, I have some you know, random things that have taken place. And so I bring those up here on the Saturday podcast and some, some seem to enjoy that. And you know, we have time for whatever else pops up. We will, we will see here depending on the, the time. So we've got uh, the playground, Arby's, the uh, Arby's, uh, where's the meat? Uh, O's to F's and the goose chase. And possibly, again, time permitting, we may have, you know, pop quiz, which is what we've done from time to time. So we'll see how much time we have left. But uh, I want to start. Now, this was actually a, a sad week for those of us that are fans of radio. Uh, and I was going to do a whole rant on the, the overnight show. I chose to save it for the podcast. So this is not really a life of Maller story. It kind of is. There's a little bit of it that I don't know that I've shared before. But uh, as a connoisseur of uh, radio, one of the quirky figures in our business uh, turned off the mic for the final time. And we go to Chicago, the Windy City. And one of the great towns, uh, Chicago, Illinois, a lot of family uh, in uh, Chicago, uh, from Chicago, moved out to California before I was around. And I still have family in the Chicagoland area. Uh, That's where the news came from, Danny. So this this uh, radio talker, legendary radio talker named Les Grobstein. And we found out he had passed uh, at the age of of 69. He was still working on the air. In Chicago, this guy, a Chicago original, you know, we have doc Mike that calls the show. Yeah. And I I often say that if you cut open doc Mike, you'll get like a deep dish Chicago pizza or one of those Italian sandwiches that they have in Chicago. He's a, he just reeks of being Chicago. Uh, But so did Les Grobstein and he was a radio guy covered sports. You know, it's weird. He started at age 19. I started in radio at age 19. You were actually younger Danny. How old were you when you started? Uh, The high school radio station. I was 14. 14. Wow. So I was 19 when I started in, in radio, uh, right out of high school. I, you know, it was like the year after that I got into it, but this guy started when he was 19. He worked over 50 years 
covering Chicago area sports, professional, college, mostly professional, the last, you know, 45 years or whatever. And, you know, the fact he started as a kid and all that stuff, he had an amazing run. And uh, Les Grobstein held down the overnight shift at the score in Chicago, which is one of those massive signal on terrestrial radio station uh, type deals. I mean, we were on the score in the early days of Fox Sports Radio, and it was amazing. The signal went from like Tennessee, obviously covered the upper Midwest, but it went to Tennessee. And then uh, I forget, but it was like way out West, like pretty much blanketed most of the country uh, on 670 on the AM dial, the score. I think they have an FM now too, if I'm not, not mistaken, but it was a massive thing, massive station for terrestrial radio that boomed all over the place. And, uh, you know, the, the funny story about that, we used to be on the score on Fox doing the, the night programming was on there uh, and we got in trouble. Doc Mike actually got us in trouble. Um, but the, the big thing was, I don't know if you remember this or not, Danny, the Cubby Chubby song, which we'd play from time to time. Uh, it was, was, no, it was a Chubby Cubby or the Cubby Chubby, which one was, I think it was the Chubby Cubby. I think that was it. I think but it was like this. I've this, played it. I've played it for you before when you've reminisced over it on the air. Yeah. 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 So that was the song that got us in trouble for whatever reason. Uh, and there were a few other um, mitigating factors that played in that were out of our control. Uh, but this guy, he made like a barbershop quartet cub song. This is back. Uh, it had to be like Oh five or something. Remember the cup of the, uh, the Bartman Remember Steve Bartman, the, yes. the kid that messed up the Cubs were going to go to the world. I mean, it was Oh six somewhere in that period of time. I forget what year they all run together. Uh, but it was the Steve Bartman year and we were on there and, the uh, chubby cubby or the cubby chubby, whatever it was, we played that song, got in some trouble. Uh, but anyway, that's not You're about right. Cubby chubby. I just looked it up. Cubby chubby. There you go. That's it. So, uh, but think of this more of like a, a, a eulogy, but like a fun eulogy, uh, a, a tip of the mic, if you will, a, a blinking of the on air light to Les Grobstein and one of the other things and I, I wanted to bring this up, his claim to fame, Danny. Do you know what Les Grobstein did that we have played on our show every year since I've been at Fox Sports Radio? We played at least once a year uh, and many other radio shows do. Les, Les did something that will obviously it's outlived him and it will outlive many other people. Uh, do you know what he did, uh, Danny? What, what Les Grobstein's claim to fame is? No. Les Grob, I'm glad. Thanks for playing along. Les Grob, I know you probably know. Les Grobstein was at Wrigley Field in the early 1980s. It was April 29th, 1983. Now, it just happens to coincide that my birthday is not, I wasn't born in 1983, but my birthday is on April 29th. And I always got a kick out of this. So the Cubs were playing the Dodgers, which makes it even better. Cubs and Dodgers. You got Lasorda on one side. Now, the Cubs were being managed by Lee Elia, and they were not playing good baseball. They were not playing good baseball. The crowd was very upset. The Cubs got off to a 5-14 and 14 start, and the fans at Wrigley were just throwing trash on, on the Cub players because I, if I remember correctly, the, the locker room 
in those days was out like in center field or something like that. It was like they had to walk out to the, to the clubhouse. If I remember correctly, anyway, they, for some reason they had to walk out in the outfield and they were just raining down, like just crap at the ballpark. And, and just like the Cowboys game. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it was similar, but you know, now everyone freaks out. There was no social media in 1983. It was, you could do whatever you wanted. Pretty much. It was a different world uh, than it is obviously these days where everyone's pearl clutching everything. So anyway, get to the point, please. So uh, Les Grobstein was a radio stringer, a job that I had for many years, which is just a radio reporter. And that job, which doesn't really exist much anymore. I, I think, I mean, you, you, I would go to games I would phone in at the top of the hour. I would give like a 20 second update. You know, it's Ben Mallon at Dodger stadium, blah, blah. You know, it's fourth inning Dodgers lead the Cardinals, you know, five to three. And I, that's it. And, uh, and then I'd have to get some interviews and I have to use my tape, my, uh, my, my rants tape recorder wow. to go in the locker room and do interviews. And, and then I would feed it on the phone back to whoever I was working with. And so that's the job that Wes had. But, you know, 1983, he's at the Cub game and Lee Ilya chose the nuclear option, uh, Danny. He chose the nuclear option. Uh, he was not happy. It was a uh, bad time for the Cubs, bad time for Lee Ilya. And thank God that Les Grobstein happened to be there and had his tape recorder and recorded it for posterity's sake. So to honor... Les Grobstein, I, I am now going to play in its entirety. No bleeps because we're on podcasts, right, Dan? We can play yeah. bad words. So let's just enjoy and celebrate the greatest piece of audio art in my life to come out of a locker room. This is Cubs manager Lee Ilya. We go back in the way back machine, all the way back to April of 1983, and here is the Cub manager addressing the Cub fan. Here we go. Buckle up. I'll tell you one fucking thing. I hope we get fucking hotter than shit just to stuff it up them 3,000 fucking people that show up every fucking day. Because if they're the real Chicago fucking fans, they can kiss my fucking ass right downtown and print it. They're really, really behind you around here. My fucking ass. What the fuck am I supposed to do? Go out there and let my fucking players get destroyed every day and be quiet about it for the fucking nickel-dime people that show up? The motherfuckers don't even work. That's why they're out at the fucking game. They only go out and get a fucking job and find out what it's like to go out there and earn a fucking living. 85% of the fucking world's working. The other 15 come out here. The fucking playground for the cocksuckers. Rip them motherfuckers. Rip them cocksuckers like the fucking players. Got guys busting their fucking ass and them fucking people boo. And that's the Cubs? My fucking ass. They talk about the great fucking support that the players get around here. I haven't seen it this fucking year. The name of the game is hit the ball, catch the ball, and get the fucking job done. Right now, we have more losses than we have wins. The fucking changes that have happened in the Cub organization are multifold. All right, they don't show because we're five and fourteen. 
Republican. Unfortunately, that's the criteria of them dumb 15 motherfucking percent that come out to date baseball. The other 85 percent are earning a living. Take more than a five and thirteen or five and fourteen to destroy the makeup of this club. I guarantee you that there's some fucking pros out there that want to fucking play this game. But you're stuck in a fucking stigma of the fucking Dodgers and the Phillies and the Cardinals and all that cheap shit. All these motherfucking editorials about say and fucking uh, the Phillyitis and all that shit. It's, it's sickening. It's unbelievable. It really is. It's a disheartening fucking situation we're in right now. Five and 14 doesn't negate all that work. 143 fucking games left. What I'm trying to say is don't rip them fucking guys out there. Rip me. If you want to rip somebody, rip my fucking ass. But don't rip them fucking guys because they're giving everything they can give. But once we hit that fucking groove, it'll flow. And it will flow. The talent's there. I don't know how to make it any clearer to you. I'm frustrated. I'll guarantee you I'm frustrated. It'd be different if I walked in this room every day at 8.30 and saw a bunch of guys who didn't give a shit. They give a shit. And it's a tough National League East. All right, that was the Lee, the full Lee Ilya rant. He actually kind of calmed down towards the end. The first the first minute of that, oh my god, yeah, unbelievable. That that is Michelangelo. That is the Mona Lisa. <laughs> that is uh, that is insane. That the rant. Eighty five percent of the world's work, and the other fifteen percent come out here. It's a playground. For the blank, blank. Oh, my God. Yeah, he said it's a playground for the cocksuckers. Oh, man. <laughs> now, I remember playing that several times on the Ben Maller show yeah. throughout the years. Obviously, tons of bleeps. I've never heard it unedited before. That was amazing. Uh, it's, it's awesome. And almost 40 years later, it still is the gold standard for a rant. People talk about Dennis Green or... Lasorda had a bunch back in the day and uh, just, just amazing. Just absolutely great. And you know, Lee Ilya is still alive. He's in his mid eighties now. Oh, wow. And he's still around. And the other thing about that, he did not get fired right away as the cup manager today in modern times. If you did what Lee Ilya did, you'd be fired immediately because of social media and all that. And the people would be upset, but Lee Ilya, I believe he lasted another I have to go back and check, but I think it was like a couple months or maybe even longer um, <laughs> he, before. He kept saying five and 14. So they waited until he was what, five and 31 before they fired yeah, him. Yeah, 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 exactly. yeah. Something like that. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, 
Call 1-800-GAMBLER. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And, and, and so the other part of the story, now for the rest of the story, as the great late Paul Harvey would say, radio legend from a different era. So I actually had the chance to meet Les Grobstein, the guy that just passed away that did record that audio. And it was years ago. It was at the NBA Finals in Indianapolis. That gives you the year. Uh, the Pacers were in the NBA Finals. I happened to be there. And I, uh, I actually have a mutual friend uh, with Les, the, the late Joe McDonald, who was a, a titan in Los Angeles radio and afternoon drive, kind of like the Mike Francesa of L.A. radio. And, you know, controlled the airways for a long time and knew Les. Anyway, I ran into Les at, I think it was called the Conseco Fieldhouse at that time. It's got some new name now. The Pacers were playing. And we chatted for a few minutes in the rafters. Uh, of the of the gymnasium there and i i believe his like wife either worked at an airline or had some some connection to an airline because he traveled a lot and he was very polite less grobstein a little shy true radio introvert and there's a lot of radio guys that i'm an introvert less was it's two introverts i was me and less and i told him i appreciated the lee yoya thing he's probably heard it eight you know at that time he'd probably heard it eight thousand times and uh, we chatted a little bit, and I've heard the same thing about Lee Ilya that I heard about Lasorda, that the that rant, which we played, which was just absolutely amazing, that there were actually some other rants that were as good or better that were not recorded. And I've heard the same thing about Lasorda, that the, the Kingman's performance and Kirk Bavakwa and, and the rants that have been recorded for Lasorda, like there were other rants where it was just the sports writers and nobody was recording it. And those were, were awesome also. So uh, anyway, rest in peace. Uh, the, uh, as you cross over those pearly gates, they're less Grobstein and uh, what a, what an amazing run in radio. The guy was working. He was still doing overnights at age 69, still working crazy. That's awesome. I mean, when you're 70, I hope your show is still running. My God, if I was if I was at seventy, how many years? Oh my God, be like fifty years on the on Fox Sports Radio at that point. Well, knowing you and the way you like to save money, you'll probably still be on at seventy. Well, the good news is, Danny, that the company is paying me enough where I'll probably need to be on till I'm seventy. So I just want to thank them for that. The motivation to continue to work, Danny, it's uh, it's outstanding. So now. I understand. We, we talked last week. Somehow Arby's came up. Yeah. In the conversation. And uh, you had said that you were going to try to find an Arby's near you. 
the home of where's the beef or what was their slogan? What is the, we've oh, got, the- uh, we have the meats. Oh, the meats. Yeah. Not the beef, the meats. Back in the day when we were kids, Wendy's used to say, where's the beef? Yes. Yes. They had that old woman and she mm-hmm. had the disappointed look on her face, looking at the bun and all that stuff. So when you think of Arby's, you think of the, the like the classic roast beef, uh, the curly yeah. fries, uh, that, but they have a lot of other stuff on their menu these days. So you, you found how far away was the Arby's from your house? About a 10 minute drive. It, when we talked last week on the podcast, I said that I was convinced that they were like a storefront for a big drug dealer in our country because I didn't know anybody that ate there and I hadn't eaten there since the late nineties, a couple of decades at least. So I got my Tinderoni who is not a fast food fan. No, neither is my wife. She doesn't like fast food. What is it with these women not liking fast food? I mean, my God. Well, yeah, I couldn't eat it every day. Time to time. Like I, my, my, my go-to my guilty pleasure, if you will, is uh, I love like uh, raising canes. I'll go to raising. That's fast food. Oh yeah, so that's about it. Yeah, I like I like raising canes too. You're the reason why I've eaten there. Um, yeah. You know, but like the junk food of fast food restaurants. So you can't really eat that stuff every day. Uh, well, maybe Coop can. We all know Coop <laughs> eats it every day. But I so I stay away from it. It's a treat to go to fast food restaurants. Yeah. So I told my Tinderoni, look. It's show research. We got to go check this out and take some pictures. We took her daughter. Doesn't get a lot of it, but knows what's good and what's bad. So I'm like, I'm going to get a rating from you. We found it on Thousand Oaks Boulevard. It looked like this Arby's was straight out of the 90s. The tables that we sat down at had not been clean since 1997. Uh, that's unfortunate. That is, uh, that is, yeah. that's not what you're looking for. Yeah. Well, wasn't a good start, but luckily in our car, we have a, a pack of the Lysol wipes. Well, isn't someone there like, you hit, you hit like a buzzer. <clears throat> isn't supposed to, somebody's supposed to come over and like clean it up or something. Isn't that like most fast food restaurants? So it's like one person cleaning stuff up, right? Maybe pre COVID, but now during the past couple of years, the yeah. excuse is, Oh, because of COVID, we can't clean tables and we can't have an employee doing any of that. So there was no employee walking around cleaning anything or servicing the customers inside where the tables were, outside where the tables were. We we cleaned the table ourselves, and this black gook is all over the Lysol wipes. I mean, it literally had not been cleaned in wow, years. That is so, disgusting. So we're like, okay, but, you know, a lot of people were just, there was a lot of foot traffic, though. People were taking their food and leaving. So a lot of people were just walking in, grabbing food, and going back home. These are the days of eating your food at home during COVID. Sure, sure. Do you say euro or gyro? I know a lot of people say it differently. Well, you can say it either way. I, I think yeah. I think the proper way is uh, what is the proper way? Euro, right? Is, that, is I, that the proper way? That's yeah. what I was taught. But then, yeah. even when I was in New York visiting, people were calling it a gyro. So yeah, I I used to say gyro, but then somebody told me one guy. Yeah, I, I ran into somebody. They yelled at me. They said it's not gyro, you stupid American. It's yeah, yeah, it's the other one. So it's euro, but then it's like oh, I yeah. thought that was money. Exactly. So a lady was sitting out eating one and I was like, man, that looks good. I didn't come to Arby's for one of those, but I think I'll try that. My Tinderoni ordered a market fresh turkey and bacon sandwich, 
which okay. had ranch in it. So you'll love that. Oh, that's disgusting. No her, ranch. Hold the ranch. <laughs> her daughter ordered uh, one of the classics. She got a beef and cheddar cheese sandwich. Well, she's they, a purist. She's a she's a uh, purist of the Arby's, which she is. Yes. They put it on a nice onion roll. We got some crinkle fries, and okay. her daughter also got some mac and cheese. Let's see. It was for the four of us. Uh, it, there was three of us. She ate like two people. Um, <laughs> for, for, for the three, for the three of us, it was twenty four bucks. Twenty four bucks, which is that's not horrible. No, it's for three food. people, that's okay. We get the food. Problem? She opens up her mac and cheese, and there is a human hair oh. right on top of the mac and cheese. You hate to see that. You hate to see that. Uh, and you hate to eat that also. You're like, come on, man. Come on, man. What's up with that? Yeah, so we weren't off to the best start, but my Tinderoni marched inside and with a soft voice so other customers couldn't hear, told the girl what was wrong with the mac and cheese. They threw it in the trash can, told her they would start another one. Yeah. So we opened up the rest of our food. It was better than what I thought. The quality of the ingredients were pretty good. Yeah. Uh, the fries were delicious. My euro was good. The sandwich was really good. Uh, the melted cheddar on the, uh, the beef was not a hit with her daughter. No. And her daughter wasn't really a fan of the mac and cheese either because – they're trying to do like a uppity mac and cheese with the white cheddar. Now nah, you don't need the white cheddar. That's too. That's a bridge too far. The white cheddar. Yeah. Keep it. Keep it simple. Stupid. Right. The yeah. kiss method. Keep it simple. Stupid. Her daughter was like, "This tastes like the mac and cheese at Panera Bread," and she gave a thumbs down on that. Love the fry. Yeah. So uh, let's see. She gave it a six. Tinderoni gave it a five. I would say I would give it a seven because I like the quality of the food. The the ingredients that they used in their food, the cleanliness yeah. of the restaurant gets us minus nine. Yeah, I'm yeah, back yeah, it yeah. all the way up, all right? This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. 
basically everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Wow. Now, did you consider the there's been a lot of buzz on social media the last couple of weeks? I think I don't know if this is why we talked about it, but the Diablo chicken sandwich, which is like their big gimmick right now. Supposedly, it's the spiciest sandwich available at a you know main mainstream uh, fast food restaurant. And their whole gimmick is they give you like a vanilla shake, like a little yeah. small vanilla shake. Did you consider doing the Diablo? Did you consider going down that road? I did not, but we did discuss it on the ride over to Arby's. In fact, that's how this all came up on the mailbag last week was because we had our listener ask us if we've ever tried the hot Nashville. Oh, yes, that's right. And and ironically enough, last weekend, uh, I don't usually eat late at night because I have to I'm on this Fugazi fasting diet, you know, and but we were driving around. And I, my wife's like, she wanted to eat. She wanted me to go with her. And I was like, okay, I'll eat, but then I'm not going to eat on Sunday. So I didn't eat. On, that's the deal I made with. I'll eat like at midnight, but I'm not eating tomorrow. And so she said, okay, whatever. Do you do? You stupid. Do whatever you want. And uh, so we went out, we found a Dave's hot chicken, which uh, is like a, like a, like one of those, uh, you know, it's, I guess it's a chain, but it's a small chain. And I ate a spicy chicken sandwich at like midnight. And there were a bunch of, you know, a bunch of like college kids in there chowing down and stuff. And it was great. I loved it. It was wonderful. There's always a line outside. Yeah, no, it's good. I mean, they were open late. And I actually ate a lot of chicken last weekend. I think I'm going to turn into a chick. I'm going to start clucking. Good. They taste like burning. (laughs) Uh, That's uh, your, your trip to Arby's. Now, I had from O's to F's. So I made one of my semi-regular radio appearances. I There's a few radio shows I call into because I know the people and I'm friends with them and I don't, I don't get paid for them. Uh, but one of the, the semi-radio, uh, semi-regular radio appearances uh, I did from a parking lot at a different chicken shack uh, restaurant in, uh, in Southern California. Last week, not, I was still battling, as you know, my voice is most of the way back. I'd say it's about 90%. I'm not quite all the way where I want it to be, and hopefully it'll be back back soon. So, I, But last weekend, it was weird. I got off the air on Friday morning, and I had this big, like, coughing fest. And then I messed up my, my vocal cords because I'd been coughing so much. And so I was like, oh, crap. Like, I could not have done radio uh, Friday or Friday night or Saturday night. My voice was all messed up. And but my buddy sports with Coleman, beloved Baltimore media icon and longtime nemesis of John Harbaugh, the Ravens coach. (laughs) And so he wanted me to come on and talk some NFL playoffs. So when sports with Coleman ask you, you have to accept. So I said, I'll do it and popped on the radio uh, in in Baltimore. And the, the interview was scheduled for 545 L.A. time. Okay. And I had planned the schedule so I'd have things to do. And then that would you know, kind of wrap it up. But I got done with the stuff I had planned with my wife earlier. And then my schedule got all wonky because I got everything done. And then 
you know, as a result, my wife wanted to go eat a little earlier. And I said, I don't want to eat till I get this thing done. You know, I, uh, whatever I was my, my, uh, neurosis. And, uh, she asked if I could just do the interview earlier. I said, well, no, that's not, that's not how it works. When you're scheduled to do an interview, you can't say, Hey, uh, let's do it at a different time at the last minute. That's rude. You're not allowed to do that. And so I explained to her and she, you know, like, all right, whatever. So we drove to the chicken shack that we were going to have uh, you know, lunch slash dinner at. And, uh, and anyway, I, we, I sat in the car, my wife uh, went out and ordered the food and went to the restaurant. And uh, I sat there and barked and bloviated into the phone in my car uh, about the NFL playoffs and all that stuff. And uh, we did the whole thing, but I did get a shot and I'm very proud of this from O's to F's or from F's to O's. Uh, I did get a shot in at the Baltimore Orioles on Baltimore radio. So I, I felt good at that uh, from O's to F's because oh, no. yeah, they're raising the fences at the iconic Camden yards, which has been around a while now. And uh, I ripped, I would a joke. I ripped them so, uh, to me. That's one of the cathedrals of baseball. And you're breaking up concrete because you you can't find a good starting pitcher or you can't find a guy that can hit the ball to the moon. And it's a joke, right? I, I, was, I was taking it. I felt good to rip them on Baltimore radio. So I, I was very proud of myself, Danny. <laughs> That's a real story. They were moving their fences back. Yeah, you can look it up. Not, not a lot of people talked about it because it's kind of more of a Baltimore, local Baltimore story. But you know, somebody should have said, no, no, don't do that. I mean, what, what do you what's going on with you? What a bunch of pussies. <laughs> yes, right. Not pussy willows. They're pussies. Is what they are. They change their from the Orioles to the pussies. They should imagine what their logo will be. I have no idea. Uh, unbelievable. More willows. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. I think we'll put the baby to bed. We got a big mailbag, uh, Dan. Yeah. Exciting about that. And uh, the man that saved the mailbag, that'll be on the Sunday podcast. We almost had no Sunday podcast. I got excited, Danny. I'll, I'll tell the story on the Sunday podcast. But I was like, oh, man, we can we only have to do two podcasts this week. I don't have to worry about the Sunday podcast. And then the very last minute, uh, all of a sudden, it was like, oh, man, it's like, uh-oh, I, I guess we have to now do the podcast. So anyway, we'll get into all that. Anything to promote, Danny? Any comedy gigs? Any uh, music gigs? Anything at all you want to promote? Just the Fifth Hour Podcast. Make sure you rate it. Subscribe to it. Yeah, that would be great. Help! We used to make a big deal about that back in the old days on the podcast. So, Yeah, if you write a review, it makes a difference. It does. It, it shouldn't, but it does. Have a wonderful rest of your Saturday. Enjoy the NFL playoff games today, and uh, we will catch you next time. Bye, Felicia. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic, every home run, every hit, every inning, every play, from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. 
What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first listen. listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> 